This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, dorks. Hello, friends and family, various gamma-radiated peoples out there in the interwebs. You're looking at this face and you're like, where's my Leo? What is it? What has been done to my Leo? And I, I, I have, I have, a, I have some news for you. He's not here today, but my name is Parasite Steve, aka Steve Van Sanson. I am a host of the Retro Redoctopus podcast. We are on the Dorkening. We are, we are just happy to be involved with this awesome network. And I am happy to be here tonight because Leo had something to do, and I am standing in his stead. So I'm going to do my very best to run this show for you guys tonight. So this is Splash Pages, as you know. We are here talking She-Hulk. This is part two of Splash Pages, She-Hulk comic versus the She-Hulk show. And tonight we're going to be talking all about the Dan Slot run of the comic. So before we get into the discussion of the evening, I would like to introduce to you your 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 normal hosts, the guys you actually want to hear talk and actually like, you know, you're used to their face. My face is so shocking. You're like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this, but this guy, this guy, you know, Mr. Velvet Joker, Rich Davis. How's it going, buddy? It's me. Great to be here. Once again, Rich Davis, AKA Velvet Joker, the throwback King here on the award-winning splash pages every Tuesday night coming to you at eight o'clock. Here we are in the place to be going to talk to you about some She-Hulk. Uh, we got our buddy Steve Van Samson subbing in for Leo tonight, and the regular crew is here. Where's the crew? Where are they at? Are they up? Are they down? There's, oh, wait, there's wait, wait, Drew. Hello, Drew. Oh, where, oh, where is my Leo gone? Oh, where? Oh, it's Steve's here. I'm sorry. Um, sorry yeah. about that. Hi, everyone. Um, we're talking about uh, Dance Lot She-Hulk, as Rich said. We've got Steve being our our fill-in Leo, or fake Leo, or, or Fio. Um, I'm not good with names, um, but we're excited to be here. I'm pumped. But then so is the next guy, which, which is, is that, god damn it, the next one. Oh, hey, look, yeah. hey, vital hey, information. Welcome. Uh, no, no, it's not vital. It's my cannabis card. 
um, <laughs> medical, <laughs> medical information. Um, now, hey, welcome to Splash Pages. We're here. We're we're back. It's another week. She Hulk has aired another episode, and we're going to talk about. It. Heck yeah, we are. I don't have much, Steve. I'm sorry. What? Hey, that's okay. That's you. Okay. You had a lot right. of energy. Like I have to say, I was a little worried because, like, we usually have a commercial, and I get to share more during that. But your your words kept going, so I had plenty of time. I, you know, I'm I'm gonna try my best. If I screw something up, you know, you're just gonna have to uh, send me hate mail, uh, maybe poop grams, uh, you know, something something terrible. Just so, you know. So I, I have a question, Jeremy. Why did your your photo look like a ginger version of Dante from Clerks? It does, doesn't it? It really does. Like I'm I'm not even supposed to be here today. Like you know what? No, no. (laughs) You look like you look like that actor who was the manager from the flight of the Concords, Murray. I get. Oh, oh yeah, you're you're Murray Hewitt. Uh, Prisoned, prisoned, prisoned. The 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 band everybody hates. Which another weird like Nickelback, the guy from Nickelback. I get a lot. You are you are handsomer than that, especially guy, when okay? I have longer hair. Longer, you know, hair. have 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 more self esteem than that, Jar Jar. Come on, I I, I like Nickelback. I'm sorry, I'm he's not just kidding. an objectively ugly man. I mean, there's just oh, there's just, oh yeah, you don't want to so, no. So I would I would stick with the clerks guy. Like him, no, 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 no. Stick with the offended? clerks guy. No, you know, um, day, but this is how you remind us of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> See, I would have gone. You, you just, reference. you just kind of look like an off-brand Weasley. That's what I would have said. Oh well, I also got a lot of Malachi back in the day when I, oh. when I was younger. Okay. That that sucked a lot. So, <laughs> so, so we're here. Uh, we're here to talk She-Hulk, obviously. So we got some comments. So I'm going to try to be as good of a Leo as I possibly can, and uh, try to keep up with the comments as well. Sean Curtis is here. He says he was a fan since he was a kid, big Hulk fan. Hey, Sean, how's it going, buddy? And uh, Super Retro Throwback Reviews is in the house. Says, good hey. evening, guys. Thank good you, evening, Super Retro Throwback Reviews. Hello. Uh, thanks for hanging up. Oh, Sergio. Yes, Facebook user. My name is Sergio. Well, that's great. Uh, good, good, good for you, Sergio. I appreciate that you you told us. Welcome, welcome to Splash Pages, buddy. We're hanging out. Um, howdy ho. So um, we're here to talk about Christmas poops and various uh, various other uh, difficult things that we don't necessarily want to talk about. Some 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 things uh, may involve twerking. Uh, divisive things like uh, like twerking scenes. Um, so we have seen one more episode. Why are, why are than... those divisive scenes? I'm so. Confused. I have no wait, idea. Wait, wait, I... Now, now, Steve, Steve, before we get into She-Hulk, yeah, teaser. teaser now, um, hold on. Did anybody uh, recognize? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Rich. Have a few things happened this week in the news, perhaps that we should oh, discuss? Oh, yes. Right, yeah, right. News. Okay. Good, That's right. You guys do news. Well, all right. So let's do news. Um, well. Here's here's one that broke today, Velvet, that I think may introduce you. Uh, I, I know you uh, already saw this, but how do you feel about DC officially finally naming the Joker? We finally have a, a real name, supposedly, that we're all supposed to go by and say, yeah, this is uh, this is who we used to be. Not not Arthur Fleck, not Jack Napier, but some other guy. Um, do you think right. it needs to be said? Like, is this something you want as a big Joker fan? Like, what, what do you think about this? Well, <laughs> as you just mentioned, we already have some names for Mr. J. 
But mm. the beauty of Mr. J is that even Mr. J doesn't know who Mr. J is. Right. I also so them coming up with another name, it it, it bears little weight for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Jack White is, is, is I believe that's Os what Jack I, Oswald White. Jack Oswald White. Okay. Oh, or so Jow for sure. I didn't read the article. I don't know what the storyline or the history of it is. Um, it's uh during. It's supposed to be all right. So uh, we're in one of the opposite universes. Martha Wayne is Joker in this universe, mind you. Okay. Check it. Um, and Flashpoint? she's yeah. Flashpoint. We're talking to uh uh why his name's escaping me uh father wayne um thomas thomas mm -hmm. wayne and she's explaining to him about these other universes and how she sought out the jack oswald white of their universe and he was a failed comedian and happy with his wife and kids mm -hmm. and she wanted to change time in this universe and have both of them die and their Bruce live because Bruce in this universe is dead. Um, so again, this is something that can just be explained away with an else world, other world, right. universal. Well, no, actually she claims that she came to the main universe to speak to Zhao, Jack Oswald White. Zhao, yes. Ciao. I think it's going to catch on. I think it's going to catch on. I'm coining that shit. Yeah, no, I think I think you should put it on shirts. Use the right font, and people, you know, it's a purple shirt. Jow. Jow now. Jow forever. Maybe maybe a card on there too. Maybe the Joker. Maybe I know. Could the ninja card? Maybe the ninja Joker. Drew. I think Drew has his hand up. Yeah, I do. I'm I'm trying new things. So I I want to put my two cents in. I'm a little dubious about this more for two reasons. One, the point of the Joker is like Rich said, is that you can choose the origin story you like. Personally, in terms uh -huh. of the Joker, my de facto always favorite origin story was always the killing joke because I thought Alan Moore did a great job of explaining kind of really how um, he became to be. But again, in a way that, he could really be anybody. And that was the point of the character is he changes his narrative so many times that Rich said he doesn't even know who he is anymore. Then that's yeah. the point is, is the Joker could be any of us. And that was um, always his thing is, is uh, one bad know, day, just one, one bad day, day. one bad day. Um, but the more point that I personally don't feel it'll stick is because of how comic book writers now handle continuity. I feel they look at it is like, let's put it this way. This is your desk. You fill your desk up with all sorts of things and items and whatnot. When you get let go, your desk is cleared. And then it's now somebody else's desk. Yeah. So that's how I feel they look at continuity. It's you build these things up and then someone's like clones, uh, time travel, um, aliens, you know, um, Some things they're like, well, that was a story. Eventually, it, it's all just going to get unwound because you got to keep everything fresh. We can't, you know, uh, and then it's it's just that back and forth of, of trying to push new ground, but keep the fans happy. And it just always feels to me like going back and forth over the same 10 feet. Mm. And 
I'm glad DC is taking chances, but the point of it is that it's it's about it's going to stick as much as a as a dart with a suction tip on a on a window. So what you're saying is what you're saying is nothing matters story non story. Um, what I'm saying I'm, I'm, is I'm calling it marketing ploy. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's, it's, it's just people to sell, are going to rush out to grab that book. Books. I mean, I honestly, I'm not going to read it. Like, I'm not going to buy it. I'll read it, probably, because my job. Um, mm. Will I, you know, again, it's just like, okay, like, fine. Right. It's, and I mean, it's, it's the same thing, you know, marketing player, totally. Like, it's the same thing when they kill a popular character oh, for yeah. the first time. You know, death of Superman, death of Captain America, death of whoever you want. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, yeah, um, totally. So, so general consensus is no major impact. No, nobody's nobody's skirt has I've been blown up. Been under the belief too that there were multiple jokers throughout the universes. Like, yeah. Or universe, like. Yeah, the the whole three jokers storyline. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so uh, not gonna not gonna really make that much of an yeah. impact. I I also I'm pretty ambivalent. Um, <clears throat> not much of a. DC reader these days. I pretty much, uh, you know, I, I'm a Green Lantern guy more than anything, but um, that's, uh, I, I'm with Rich and I want the mystery. I think a lot of stories are better when you don't know them. And yeah, then you it, can wonder about them. And just like Darth Vader, like we didn't need to know Anakin. We didn't need that. He's, yeah. it's, it's fine. You can like it. It's fine. But like, did we need it though? Did it make Darth Vader cooler to know Anakin was, Anakin was a whiny bitch? Like it didn't, it didn't like, you know, you can like him, but just saying it, it, sometimes less is, less is more. It's the, it's the magician's conundrum, Steve. You know, you like the trick, but when you learn how to do it, mm -hmm. the, 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 the mystery. Right. All you you want to know. You yeah. You want to know how it's done. To that man behind the curtain. Yeah. You want to know so bad how it's done, and then the, the second you learn, it's not cool anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So totally. that's really what it is. Good so, point. but you know, there always will be great Joker stories, um, and you know, maybe this will stick. Maybe it'll fade. Maybe it'll find an audience. Comics are like that these days. We really don't know yeah. what's. Gonna, but again. The rule of thumb is if it makes money, they'll keep it up. Mm -hmm. so, right. Totally. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of if it makes money, they'll keep it up. Uh, the opposite tends to be true as well. So we had uh, word this week that Taika Waititi is not returning for the next Thor movie whenever that is. If it ever exists, who knows? Uh, supposedly due to poor reception of Thor Love and Thunder. So mm -hmm. I know uh, I know Velvet hasn't seen Love and Thunder yet and yeah, is not is. looking for a bunch of spoilers. Uh, Jar Jar, you got something to say? How do you feel about this? Uh, Batman is doing so many projects. I can understand him giving up the Thor thing. Being yeah. like, you know what? I, he's got like uh, two, two or three TV shows going right now. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like he he had fun with Thor. Why not pass mm -hmm. it off to the next guy? Hmm. I mean, that's always been what's fun about comic books is you get each person's interpretation as it goes on. I mean, especially with somebody like She-Hulk. I mean, we were talking last week about the uh, about the John Byrne run, and I mean that was so incredibly different from what came before with Savage, and mm -hmm. so incredibly different from what we're going to be talking about later tonight with Dan Slott mm -hmm. and her many appearances with you know, different teams, Fantastic Four, Avengers, all that stuff. 
Um, I mean, unless it was Burns Fantastic Four, then it kind of checked. But, you know, um, yeah, exactly. You know, a lot of characters work really well if, you know, if you allow them to just be malleable. Other Others are like, you know, pinnacles, you know, you're like, okay, Captain America. But, you know, there, there are characters that, you know, you expect to be a certain way. And other ones, I don't know, it's like Spider-Man. We, we want him to be a certain way, right? Like, but yes. plenty of characters. It's like, yeah, that just kind of works. Thor worked well for a certain thing. Let's try different things. It seems like they've tried something slightly different with each of the Thor movies anyway with him. The tonally, it's always a little bit different than what came before, what came, what came after. But it is what it is. That's That's the reporting. Supposedly he is not back, so I don't know how people feel about that. I personally... Uh, without going into any spoilers, I'm a big Ragnarok fan. I think it's one of Marvel's best movies. I love it to death. Uh, I was not a fan of Love and Thunder. It definitely let me down. So I think that um, I think maybe sometimes with these directors, they the first one they do is like, you know, they're they're trying a little bit harder. And then I think in this case, this felt like a unfettered Watiti, where he was just he's like, all right, I did the first one for to prove something, to prove I could do it and to make everybody happy. And this one, I'm just going to be unrelentless in my, my style and uh, you know, screw it. Who cares? It is you know, what it is. What it kind of reminds me of with what you're describing, kind of like what Tim Burton did with Batman. Like the first one is very much a Batman movie, but mm -hmm. if you see more Tim, you know, see some Tim Burton flair and then Batman Returns is mm -hmm. Batman movie, very clearly Mm -hmm. yeah. Tim yeah. movie, and people were like, "Okay, this is a little too much, Tim." Mm -hmm. and right? And then he was like nipples on the bat suit, and then I had fun with Tim. I thought Tim's second movie was fantastic. Oh, I agree. I did too. But I see what you're saying, Drew. I mean that 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 one is much more unrelenting, Burton. It's just unfiltered. Um, and you know, he's like, "Yeah, no, he murders people now with like a, a crazy smile on his face. He's the Joker now." Like, I, I agree with Sean's little comment. I don't know if you guys can see that on the side. He says, I want to see movies of Marvel or DC superheroes that don't get as much shine or none at all. Cool. I actually prefer the way Marvel's doing, and I hope they continue with this, where they just release TV series and then yeah. save the movies for, like, teams or something mm -hmm. like that. Some kind of like, yeah. They are doing a great job. Um, you know, it is interesting having not seen Love and Thunder. And uh, I did see an article a day or two ago. Um, they were saying that James Gunn was kind of throwing shade at Taika Waititi without saying his name, that he got lazy. Um, but um, now it's all coming together in my head because I wasn't aware of anything. I wasn't aware of that some people were unhappy with his performance. But like you said, he's busy with other projects, so I don't think it's any skin mm. off his back. Oh, for and, sure, for sure. And, and, and it's listen, all... everything is a learning experience. Right. Um, it... You know, I, I think what he does and what we do in the shadows, I mean, he's knocking it out of the park. It's hilarious every episode. No. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I cannot... so it's not like he's lacking talent suddenly. Uh, Rich, I can't. I one hundred percent like tell people all the time if you want a great show that you don't need to watch the the movie. Not really. It is also great. really great. Also great. It is yeah. indeed. What we do in the shows every week. I'm thoroughly impressed. Mm -hmm. Like I just watched the latest episode. Um, don't no spoilers. I'm 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 a yeah, couple okay. episodes behind. Jeremy, Jeremy, listen. The latest episode has a a celebrity cameo. That is so fucking funny. And Dude, it's I didn't know that the, the Baron there, I didn't 
I, I just found out the Baron is the same guy that plays uh, uh huh? It's Doug Jones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, I had no idea his performance. Well, I didn't realize is that so yeah. different than anything else he's done. He's so good. He he's really so good. is. He is. If you yeah. need a skinny, weird, for real, play a creature. Doug Jones is your guy. I mean, he was yeah. him riding on the golden retriever that breathes oh, fire. That's... Fucking hilarious. And if you happen to be in the New England area, Granite State Comic Con in a week and a half, Doug Jones is going to be there. Oh, he's, he, oh, I might. He is so pleasant. Uh, Doug Jones is going to be there, and so is Kevin Eastman. I'm going to be in Virginia no, this week. Yeah, you're going to be at the Tidewater Horror Con. Yeah, that's not I this coming know. weekend. That's that's the, no, no, uh, no, the no. 16th, 17th, I believe. But like, I'm going to be dead by next weekend. Mm. I but, got like 12 but, hours. I, and, and, and again, with, with Taika Waititi, I, I like to store. <clears> I'm still going to see Love and Thunder, because I always believe you should make up your own opinion. You shouldn't just judge it. Oh, point. yeah. The opinions of others, Absolutely. unless a, a totally. movie is just so slammed. I mean, like, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see Morbius eventually. I'm I'm gonna see it eventually. Okay, I didn't do Venom two. I, I didn't do Venom two yet either, but I will. Me neither. Or Black Widow. Steve, I'm warning you. Please have booze while you watch it. Oh, okay. I, I did when yeah, I watched right, it. So I it's Morbin time. Morbius. <laughs> when it when it is indeed Morbin time. Uh, Sean also Sean Curtis in the chat room. He's just. He's just blowing it up, which we appreciate, Sean. Thank you so much for all the comments. Um, he's asking, what do we think of Titans on TV? Um, I have never seen Titans. The only I only recently got HBO. So the show that I started with of the DC shows was Doom Patrol, and I've been having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, um, uh, so I'm almost DC? at the end of season two with, with Doom Patrol. But uh, Titans, what, what do you guys think? I think we're, we're on the third season, I believe we've had. We are. I, and I think that the first two seasons were stronger than the third. Um, some decent, I mean, it's kind of CW-ish. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I felt it's a, like it's a the first season was good, but like I felt like they were relying too much on the, the shock value of things. Like, yeah, like that f, f bomb drop. in the trailer. Yeah, like, like that yeah, is so yeah. that is just try hard that's stuff. Cool that's you can swear, but like amateur hour, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Batman. Oh, <laughs> but like, look what I can do. But, I, I'm sorry, but they someone did a great edit of that. Is after he said that, they queued up uh, um, Wake Me Up Inside by Evanescence, and I was like, we have this actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because he's like fuck Batman and then Amy Lee just comes in I'm like okay this I approve like hands down fitting this nice. AC team nice. drama darkness I was like working this works so, alright so but you guys think so, thumbs up for Doom Patrol Doom yeah, Doom Doom Patrol. Patrol. you like, you like Doom, Doom Patrol great. so what did you guys think it's green let's just stick with it um, did you see the Swamp Thing one that was like yeah. super short? Yeah. How was that? Great. It was all right. I, I would definitely I like left it. you wanting more because yeah. like Blue Devil, I was like, fucking kidding me. As a as a horror fan, I thoroughly appreciated it, and I definitely agree with Jeremy. It definitely left me wanting more. Like for me, I've always gravitated to the weird comics. Like when Doom Patrol came out, and I found out they're following Grant Morrison's run. And it is just off the rails. I'm like, this is fine. This is just embracing the weird, both hands open, take me now, mm -hmm. and the wheel at the same time. 
you know, um, true. That's that's reminding me. Um, I, I guess Brendan Fraser, who uh, we know is uh, in Doom Patrol, robot as man. Robot Man, uh, just got a standing ovation in yeah. Con for his uh, new movie, The Whale. Yeah, six minutes standing ovation. That's that, yeah, that's news. Hey, we didn't put that out. So, so listen, the man went through a tough career. Um, mm -hmm. He, uh, you know, he did the Mummy, and, and then man. after that, hmm. things kind of fizzled for him. And uh, I think uh, he was sexually assaulted by a director. His not a, it wasn't a director. It was like the guy who's the head of the Hollywood. Film Association. It was some some very important person, some high powered guy that yeah. affected him deeply. And he got injured, I think, on a film. He hurt his back. Um, at the same time, his Let wife is it. divorcing him, and he wasn't making the money he was used to. So he really, this is like a really big comeback for him hmm. uh, to be able to afford life again, to and to be able to you know to be his his normal self. I guess is a bigger man now, and it's. Um, it's really disappointing that we never we it looks like we'll never get to see him as Firefly in the now canceled and shelved and somehow deleted, possibly yeah. maybe deleted. Yeah, and like honestly, it's it's gonna be one of those things there, like it's like one of the it's, it's like we it's like it's been retconned. I feel like it's one of those where at the Mar Largo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, did Batgirl happen? Like, this is kind of like in that same weird, yeah. Of, oh, dude, like a total Mandela effect. Right, yeah. right. I wasn't Michael Keaton going to be Batman in like two movies that were going to come out yeah. or something. Like, yeah, is that just a dream I had, man? Like, no, no. Yeah, but no, let no. me see if I can find my uh, my cannabis card. Where's where's my? Is, is there <laughs> any chance that this whole Batgirl thing though is a marketing ploy that they wanted to get all this like negative thing like they did? No, with... I think they. I think they just. Something happened behind the scenes, and they they just yeah, hit the brakes. They pumped the brakes and like, three, you know, one eighty. I don't yeah, know. That dude like a bond. It's really weird. But um, you know what I find is amusing is that these people to them ninety like to us, I've never held ninety million dollars in my life. Like I, I, you know, to them, they're like you haven't. Million, million, oh. yeah, I, I, I listen. I know with all of this, you'd think so. <laughs> it's so it's just such a common thing i just assume all of us i i, I put it all in hey, my drew toy. you got to stop writing about comic books and you got to write independent books like steve parasite i'm sorry is this where i put my monocle right right here <laughs> right right there <laughs> right, right, right here hmm. i mean just this just this uh fancy triceratops mug that i'm drinking from is, <laughs> this is like a three hundred thousand uh, dollar cup i'm, I'm just drinking. gonna keep drinking <laughs> it's lined with actual carbon from an actual triceratops asshole nice hmm. yeah i'm just gonna keep drinking out of my raven claw uh water bottle <laughs> for my girl um Oh, but, you're raving, uh -huh. yeah. No, I'm I'm a Hufflepuff. Oh, me too. Um, but back to my point, it's I, but I don't. There's not really much news this week, right? I feel like ever. Well, since the only other, the only dead. one other quick thing. Uh, no Way Home came back out in the theaters. It's got um, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's got 11 minutes of extra footage. Um, basically, everybody's saying. Uh, you know, for super fans, it's you there. They put no. some of the deleted scenes back in. If you really okay. loved it, go see it again. It's fun. It's not the better cut. Uh, I haven't heard one person say that it was the better cut of the movie, which makes sense, right? I mean, 
very rarely are director's cuts truly better it happens the one i always go to is alien i think the alien director's cut it added one scene back it's a better movie um i i hate to say it but the 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 snyder cut was way better than the original oh i think that's a pretty that's a good point it's pretty unique circumstance pretty different than most times but this you know it's just a matter of a few deleted scenes were edited back in uh so it's it breaks down to be about 11 minutes of extra footage apparently has a different deleted scene a different um sorry uh ending credit scene uh, or something that was better that is true they added the coolio subplot back yeah it was better it was you're right i would agree with that um so all right uh if anybody has anything to say uh, in spider-man no anybody nobody cares i'm ready to cry again i love the movie i love the movie but i'm i'm not gonna pay to see it again i did see it two or three times the theater i think i saw it twice i saw the batman three times which makes no sense i'm much more of a marvel guy but that's nine hours I know it's weird. I yeah. I got bullied into the third one like hard, and I I just caved. And I I've met you in person. I find it hard someone can bully me because you don't like I, I, people. You don't understand everybody. I, I did love like, the movie. He, he's he's very confident. He's very authoritative, and he's very take charge and very bald, extremely you know, bald. You know, very, you know, he's you know he's got a good goatee, bald, good factor, baldness, a good know, head for baldness. Just, you know, Luckily. very, very take chief, and it's mm-hmm. one of those where it's one of he's one of the few people I will say this that when I because I know I can be a lot, he reels me in. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> he's, he's the lead singer of Anthrax. Uh, yeah, and it's Scottian. It, it's just so funny because he told me he's like dial back through. I'm like, yes, sir. And he's like, I'm, I'm not mean. <laughs> like, you're, you're hilarious. Never said that. But, I've never said that. Uh, so before we uh, reel it in, Drew, and get on to the topic at hand, for God's sakes, let's. Uh, so one more quick comment from Sean Curtis says he wants to see different versions of Venom movies. I think that is a, a a must. We need we need. It's fine. Like you can be like be a fan of Tom Hardy's Venom movies, no problem. Uh, right. First, I, I'm not gonna decry anybody for liking anything really, unless no. it's like unless it's like real Nazis. I mean, Dude, like I like Jar-Jar. a movie. You love Jar Jar? It's fine. You know? Hey, you know I have a cool story about Jar Jar. You want to hear it real quick? Sure. So on our on our podcast, the Retro Octopus Cephalo Podcast, we uh, a couple of years ago we had on uh, shameless plug, shameless plug, shameless plug. We had on Terrell Whitlatch, who is the uh, the uh, concept artist for all of the creatures in Phantom Menace, and wow. she um, she actually designed Jar Jar. Like she did like hundreds of sketches, and she was like literally the one who designed Jar Jar. And um, I am not a fan of Jar Jar, but I do I do actually kind of come to the defense of the character because I think that the way people treated Ahmed Best was disgusting and terrible and awful and it absolutely like reprehensible and. It makes me hate being a Star Wars fan. Um, and also, I know that um, my girl, Terrell Whitlatch, who is just a gem of a human being and talented beyond all reason as a character designer. Uh, she also handled all the read, uh, like when they when they put the original movies out with the new footage, the special editions, like where they redid right. the do-back and they added like that scene in A New Hope with the right. Stormtrooper on the do-back. Like she, she handled Leo all of that. Her, I think. 
<laughs> oh, I love her. She's the best. He but... loves those original versions. Of... Oh, me too. Oh yeah. Oh, I hate I hate the special editions. The Dubak <laughs> looks great though. That Dubak will that never look better. Yeah. That Dubak was was money. But anyway, so just a quick uh quick aside. Uh, so I still believe that I started the whole uh 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 He's a rumor Sith? of yeah, him being a Sith. I don't care. Like I was before Robot Chicken. I have uh, commissioned artwork from like artists of him being a Sith Lord before those episodes. I thought he was a Sith before Robot Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you do you know I that bitch? <laughs> do you know that uh, that Weird Al song, "Lame Claim to Fame"? That's yours, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, yours. probably. All right, so let's get going. It's uh, a little past 8.30 now. We are here to talk about She-Hulk specifically. We're here to talk about uh, episode three. If we want to talk episode three, it's been out for almost a week. And uh, the Dan Slot run of the comics from the early 2000s. I believe they came out about the early 2000s. 2004. 2004. I have some... Uh, comics i can share with you guys as we talk about those as well so we can do what leo does and we can just kind of pop some comic pages up there and talk i'm gonna go against the twerking thing right now look at what she's like Like, look at the nipples i mean you got it all there so, I'm like people are complaining about uh, her twerking in a pantsuit. And, and... I mean, you, you can. There's a gap. He, the, yeah. the artist, the artist gave her a little bit of a thigh gap, which is so extra insane. Yeah. Because it's She-Hulk. Well, because it, she's got it. she's got all the <laughs> muscles there. So, One of the her the lines on the top of the you know when you open the book and it's like uh, introduces each you know She-Hulk the blah 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 blah. She's the sexiest blah 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 i'm like oh and we're having a problem with her twerking um so we can get we can get that out of the way you want to you want to start with the oh with yeah the episode totally. and we'll I mean, it's like it, we might as well and then we can get uh-huh. into the book because i have yeah. to say reading the book there i saw so much more of that in the show and that made me happy like like um like like because i didn't even realize that one guy, the you know, hey, here's the the, the basket with the, the oh oh pug. Yeah, oh. I was like, I was like, pug pug lazy. You're pug. I'm like, yes, I'm rooting mm-hmm. for you, buddy. It's um, the best bathroom for pooping. Um, yeah, and it's, it's funny because bad. when the the intro mentioned a shapeshifter, I was like, oh my god, is that going to be Ditto? And yeah, I'm honest, totally. I I kind of want to see Awesome Andy. I know. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. yeah. Yes. There's no precedence for him because we don't I have didn't even know he was until I read this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think the thing what I really enjoyed is that while the book was because like, um, when we were talking about this, um, I read that first. So, Steve, I never read any of John Burns' run. So okay. Again, so that was that was your intro. Yeah, that was my intro. <laughs> okay. Because okay. I had to I had to write an article about the the famous um, uh, She Hulk sleeping with the Juggernaut thing and i was like i don't know anything about this beyond whatever i could find on the internet i was like okay i'm gonna read all the dance lots run and i realized that was a horrible idea because i i'm a completionist so i read 12 issues and then 34 more so i read like 48 issues in like a week and i like i i felt like clockwork orange with she-hulk i was like oh my 
my God, why? That's a lot of information taken in one week. <laughs> I know. Um, and I wrote the article and it was very, very well liked. Um, although my, my editor yelled at me. I was like, 650 words. You gave me 768. Like, why? And I'm like, shit, he's right. So I spent like another hour fixing it. But my point being is, I liked this side of it because I, I did love cosmic journey steve i'm still hoping henry cavill is razorback that's my campaign <laughs> every day that's my campaign now um i like this like jen walters superhuman lawyer at law dealing with wacky weirdness but i also do agree that while i love dan slot as, as spider-man this is my close second favorite of dan slot's work hmm. I, I thought he did a great job <clears throat> But we're going to get to my complaint because, Steve, me and you have a similar complaint about the thing. We'll get to that in a minute. But I love the story. I, All right. I really did. So, I, but nice. I, I saw a lot of that in the show, especially in the third episode. I was mm -hmm. like, yes. I'm Because yeah. I remember we, when we talked about it, I was having a little disconnect issue. But now I'm feeling like I'm like, okay, now like it, it clicked. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm getting into this now. So... Well, That's the trial of Emil Blonsky. So, I mean, that, that was the whole major yeah. subject matter, or at least the main storyline. Mm -hmm. Right, um, right. That was the A story. And this episode had a really great B story, it turned out. Like, I loved really? the B story, too. I loved them both. I think oh, it was yeah. the first time that the episode... So, I, I, I still feel like the first episode is my favorite, and I know not everybody's going to agree with that, but I really did enjoy that first episode a lot. I love the stuff with her and Bruce. But mm -hmm. this is the first time that I felt like um, the show feels like it's found a format that could work going forward because the yeah. first two episodes were very different from each other and very different from this, but this feels like, okay, and we're here now. This mm -hmm. is how it could work. I don't know if they're going to keep doing it, but I hope they do. I like Me the too. idea of episodic things that are going to be wrapped up in that. And that's the B story. But then there are the A story might take a couple episodes to wrap up or it might come back around later. Obviously we're going to see Titania again later. Um, that was just a weird brief inter introduction to her. Um, but so I'll just to, <clears throat> to answer sort of what, what Drew was saying. So I, I read six, uh, six, the first six issues of the dance slot stuff um, literally today. Um, so I had never read dance slot before. Um, Leo just asked me to be on uh, the show uh, yesterday. So I, I was like scrambling to do some homework. And uh, I, as a big, obviously we covered it last week. I'm a big Burn fan. So that was my introduction to the character. And after, I will say, after reading the, the, the first eight Burn and the first six slot, I am far and away more a fan of the Burn stuff. However, mm -hmm. this is the comic to base the show on by far. 100%. The the burn stuff is so out there, um, it just it just wouldn't work. It's just too insane. People are already complaining about little things. It's like oh well, that that yeah. And there are certain things that work better as a comic book. Just period. I mean, Alan Moore said that every time somebody made a movie out of one of his comic books, you know, there's nothing wrong. It doesn't need to be adapted. It works in the media that it was created in, and that's okay. It doesn't need, not everything needs to be a movie to be a success. It's a success already. But um, yeah, it was really neat seeing Pug. And it was neat um, seeing, you, you know, like you said, uh, the, the, the they alluded to 
the shapeshifter who is now I now I know is Ditto. Um, lots of neat stuff. Um, very interesting stuff going on with her boss. Uh, I can't remember her name, the guy's name, but the uh, you know the head Hollis. Hollis, there you go. And it's like, okay, well, are they going to do something similar here with what they did in the comics? Because that's really interesting. So it's fun. I, I am very excited to see where the show goes from here. Um, so the trial of Emil Blonsky, what did we think of it uh, as opposed to the first two uh, episodes? Drew, you said it sounds like this is the first one that clicked for you a little bit. It, it, it definitely did. Um, personally, I just need to say this. Juan is becoming my favorite Marvel character. Anytime he's, Benedict he's a delight. Up, I'm just like, yes, this is going to be fucking great. Um, he clearly and, and if, if, just Just quick note, Drew. Um, if if yes, anybody sir. hasn't seen that actor, um, he did a miniseries on Netflix that he played Genghis Khan. Not to be missed. Oh, wow. Brilliant in it. That's Benedict Wong, right? And, yes, and I and and I love that he always makes like guest cameos and shows I watch. Like I, he was in an episode of IT Crowd. Um, what we was, do in the shadows? He was exactly he was the necromancer and what we do in the shadows. I just love seeing him pop up, and he's just always such a delight. He was in um, yeah. he was the headmaster in Deadly Class. You know, heard he was you know that was great. It's just he's just so no chill fun just enjoying mm -hmm. the role and it's just great you know i think i would i would 100 percent agree with that to to almost to a negative extent because i think that i don't know how you guys felt uh about the specifics of his cameo but i think it was a little on the lazy side i would even say maybe a lot on the lazy side but it almost didn't matter because i was so happy to see wong so yeah. it was like from what aspect did you feel that it was lazy steve uh well i think that um some of the stuff doesn't really check like what his joke about uh forgetting spells is, it raises some questions um why does he remember the forgetting spell i we assume he means the one at the end of you know no way home but it could just be oh in general he knows about them in general and that's why he was piecing out in no way home and he didn't want anything to do with it um or you know uh, then there's the, I think the bigger problem, which was, you know, we've been wondering since Shang-Chi, why was Wong and the Abomination fighting in this cage match? And then we very clearly see that they were buddies or something. And Wong like teleports him back to his cell. And he's like, oh, remember, watch that left hook that we've been working on that or whatever he says there. So it's like, okay, this was not a one-time thing. They've been, they've been working on this. And then mm. the, the story in this episode was, I think, a little bit, um, of a letdown to me, like just it's like, well, I needed him to train to be the Sorcerer Supreme, even though I was the Sorcerer Supreme for the previous six years, uh, because this was after the blip and he got the job after Steven blipped. So it's kind of weird. But I mean, it's it is what it is. Either they're going to explain it and he's, he was lying and there's way more to it than what he told us, which is what I'm kind of hoping um, or. uh yeah, it's just it's that's the story, and they're sticking okay. to it, and it doesn't really matter, and whatever. But it doesn't uh, like it. I it just was wanted to see your take. I didn't say you're wrong or anything. Yeah, I'm just you didn't say. <laughs> I you love didn't say I was wrong. I'm not wrong. Really you're not wrong. None of us are wrong. <laughs> Only Wong can be wrong. 
I want it to be Wong. But yeah, he had some. And even great, then, he's always right. He had some great scenes, and uh, right at the end, when he were like, "Oh, well, you you realize that you just did admit to a crime," and he's like, "Right, <laughs> peace I'm out, out. <laughs> I'm out." Yeah, see, that was funny. I mean, I, I I enjoyed every minute he was on screen. It's just about not picking it apart, I guess, and stuff. But um, and uh, overall, was, I I loved the episode. I thought it was. And great. the subplot was fun too, with the uh, shapeshifter. Yeah, um, the light elf from Asgard, and, and they riffed on the whole Doctor Doom's always getting immunity and getting away with everything in the comics. She's like, I have Asgardian immunity. And they're yeah. like, yeah, maybe in New Asgard that works, but that does not work yeah. outside. Of yeah, no. like, Asgard <laughs> is not a place. Asgard <laughs> is the people. And the judge like, is uh, like, uh, Thor's uh, speeches do not count as law. <laughs> Thor's inspirational sorry. speeches do not. Yeah, count. I'm sorry, that had me rolling a little bit. Like that was good. Um, even even her calling out like, yeah, we're not doing cameo of the week, and they were like, yeah, wait a second. I love that. <laughs> Let's remember who show this is. Oh, so yeah, like, yeah. Except for that, Bruce. That and Blonsky. Very, that's very and warm. You know, <laughs> yes. I think the I think what they've done is they've essentially inserted the burn fourth wall breaks into the Dan Slot run, and that's the show. That's like the best way to describe the show, and I think that's a great way of doing it because it does please old fans. Because seeing the first two episodes, I was like, oh yeah, this feels very burn, but now I realize it's much more slot than burn, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have those elements, and it still feels uh, it feels right. So as a, as an old fan, I'm pleased, and um, I mean, obviously, not everybody's pleased, but we're geeks. We bitch about everything, so we can't have nice things. Well, I think no. like John Byrne laid the foundation of this version of She Hulk's personality, mm -hmm. and um, I think Dan's done a decent job of building off that, mm. keeping similar comedic things without being too ridiculous and just trying right. to focus on odd law firm things, obviously, as this story mm -hmm. goes. Um, right. She's more quippy in this as opposed to, like, totally absurd, breaking all laws of physics and, like, knowing that she's in a comic and, like, all that absurd crap is just not present to, in the first, at least in the first six issues. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, interesting stuff. Uh, we can get to the comics if you guys want, yeah, unless there's something else you want to mention with the episode. Um, but and and uh, I just want to say, like, oh, honestly, I, I just there's the I want to address the one thing, and I guess everyone's like, I saw the scene with her. Oh, the twerking, like, yes, yeah, Megan Thee Stallion. Honestly, it ha like it was there. If it wasn't in the show, I'd be like, okay, cool, it's there. I'm like, okay, this is fine. Like, I, I it's one of those, but I also see like. Did we need it? No, but it's there. And I'm like, all right, well, again, if you don't want to watch it, just move to the next episode. You see it, you see it. And if you love it, okay, cool. That's okay. something you love, whatever. Yeah, and it, and it, you know what it comes down to? For, I'm sorry, Jar Jar, I know you want to say something. It's like when you have a when you have an album, right? A new CD, a new whatever the kids are calling it today. A group of songs put out by an artist. I don't know what the right term is anymore but when you have one of those and there's a bunch of songs grouped together i'm just going to go with the album and uh and uh you have one of those songs that really sucks and you really hate it now are you gonna like 
only bitch and moan about the one song or are you gonna like like the rest of the songs like it's just one song out of like maybe nine or ten or twelve like does it ruin your life like do you have to go blasting about how awful the one song is like i don't know it's really bizarre to me it's like a 30 second scene um it's fine to hate it i guess but like maybe just move on and like i don't know the thought of complaining and making memes and like going on message boards and going on like you know twitter and bitching about it and just endlessly and these posts they have like thousands of freaking responses and like half of them are for it half of them are against it and it's just like we're talking about the 32nd freaking twerking scene like oh how far you have fallen marvel like give me a break it's the dumbest shit it totally falls in line with she hulks personality Mm -hmm. i mean we've had her uh wasn't she jump roping um yeah the jump yes yeah the the famous jump rope we we don't have um hooking up with underwear models yeah 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 i i don't think we have a huge um incel um people that are watching us so hmm. you know, that that just complaint is is basically what that is it's completely it? ridiculous yeah well, i Jar Jar, please that i watch this with uh the oldest being 15 and i don't really know that celebrity or whatever but um they fucking freaked the f out when that person came on they were like oh my god does this mean she's part of the mcu blah 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 i'm like well yeah i guess so but i was was like who is she what do i care for (laughs) but like the kid but like i i've been trying to get the kids to watch these shows with me forever and to really be interested into like the whole comic books and everything like that these shows are really helping Hmm. like that's great to have it's to have somebody like my 15 year old's like oh my god they do the wop song i i know those that song but like other than that um that's like okay okay she she told you she's grammy award winning megan the stallion i mean i don't know her music but i'm aware of the name yeah i'm not even aware of the name okay i i I was like i i know the song that uh she does with cardi b uh the Wet ass pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but other than that, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Um, I'm like, I, and dude, she hooks in a pantsuit in that uh, fucking scene. Uh, I'm just uh, like, are you guys really freaking out? Because a, a CGI right. eight foot green person is like, and, you guys got to seek out, actually, my 15 year old did this. They have the, uh, uh, I forget the actress's name who plays She-Hulk, but the, her and her mocap. Tatiana Maslany. Dancing with the other lady doing the whole twerking thing. It's, oh, like wearing the mocap suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's funny. Mo- what's mocap? I'm sorry. I've been hearing it's that a lot. motion capture. It's like oh, when they okay. do for video games and stuff and CGI. Yeah. So they have the they have the performance from the actor. It's how they do any CGI character like, you know, Gollum or... Yeah, uh, right, right, you know right. Caesar from the Planet of the Apes movies. You know, if you see mm-hmm. or any anybody who's the Hulk, anybody yeah. who's CG, they look ridiculous. They're in like you know these black polka dot suit. They just look absolutely yeah, yeah. or gray and it's so silly. We got like tennis balls for like. Yeah, I, I've seen it. I just didn't know what it was called. Mocap is the. No, uh, no, we're general. gonna keep explaining it, Velvet. Shush. 
but I mean, I, I, I just want to say like to all the, uh, to all the people out there, to anybody who's ever had the thought that, Oh, cause I've seen this so much online. Like, Oh, so you're telling me she, she complains in the first episode saying she's got such a hard life way harder than Bruce because, Oh, she gets cat called sometimes, but here she is twerking. It's like, well, yeah. How are those two things not mutually exclusive? Like she's literally, you're talking about the first thing. So she says way more than the cat calling thing. She, she's literally was talking about her safety, which is what it comes down to. You get cat called. It can mean that you feel unsafe, but anyway, the second thing is she was in her own office with a woman in a non-sexualized way. Clearly she's just a big fan of this, of this person. Just, having a good time goofing off. That's all it is. She wasn't, I mean, it, it's like as if they it's think they've made this big point. It, it's it's like they think they've made this point where the first thing she's complaining about getting attention from guys and the second one she's doing that and that makes her a hypocrite or something. It's like, no, she's not trying to get attention from guys in the second thing, you morons. She's just in her office having fun with a friend that's so incredibly not the same yeah, thing. girls actually so, do do that too yeah girls can like have fun and do shit and like it's totally Dance fine it doesn't all have to be about fun. how we perceive them and how we are attracted or not it's like hey, not always that makes that. me feel funny in so, my hoo-ha no your who uh, jeremy's hoo-ha feels a little funny so i just yeah. wanted to say that i think that's uh really ridiculous but yeah anyway it's it's a very quick scene and you can definitely skip it if you really really hate it that much but though, anyway so uh blonsky i think uh just briefly before we move on to the comics we're not really talking about blonsky too much but he was a very different blonsky than we uh saw him before he's more hippie more of a yeah. hippie blonsky he looks quite aged i'd say aged yeah. And, and, and it's aged. Sense, but it's also like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes, and this is my criticism to Marvel, and I think we've discussed uh-huh. this on the show, I know I've voiced this, I'm still kind of annoyed because I feel like Marvel constantly will go the comedy route with their characters instead of getting, but at the same time, comic books are easy to write a character who's still deep-rooted in their rage after all this time and whatnot. When you think about it in real time, like, and it's been like ten, over 10 years, like, if you're still mad, then go to therapy. Yeah, he's uh, working on it. He's you know what that you know what that absolutely mom. makes me think of when the scorpion showed up in the dance lot run. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And he's just like J. Jonah Jameson did this to me. I'm like, you are dude, you are you are still only complaining about being stuck in the suit. It's well, that was like 63 or something. Like, yeah, come on. There must <laughs> be more to you than this. More. Oh yeah. But, you know, but I think that's the thing that I really enjoyed about She-Hulk is, you know, Dan covered so many different topics and it was it was great. But my favorite, I have no problem sharing this. The one criticism I do have was the artwork. Um, Mm. The artist, Dan gave him a lot. And I just feel like he it just it was very basic. I agree with you. Like you get the covers that are done. I, that's Ross's work, right? The cover. No, that's that's Mike Mayhew. Oh my um, god, it looks like Ross. But like, anyways, yeah. they're they're amazing covers, and then you open it up, and it's like bubble pop art. Yeah, mm. Juan Bobillo. Bo- yeah, Juan Bobillo is the penciler, and boy, I do I agree with you. I can do, but yeah. So, but but it's and it's and we talked about this, and then like you know, Paul Pelletier shows up, who I've seen. 
He's done a lot of DC stuff. He did, I think, the later half of New 52's Aquaman that Jeff Parker did. He oh, was, he, his stuff is very dynamic and it's very detailed. It has a kind of cartoony edge. Like this, it's just... I mean, for sometimes it worked, but then sometimes I'm like, this should really be like, Yeah. She just looked like weird. Very basic. Yeah, she she really has. Uh, I I think my wife said it best was uh, she said, "What's with the baby face and the baby hands?" And I think that that uh, really sums it up for me. I mean, she really has this very perfectly round uh, baby face, and yeah, there are some really questionable anatomical um shots of her uh uh, there there are like her hands look like so wrong in a few of the pages we're we're gonna we're gonna get there you guys can see what i'm doing right yes okay yeah i did i i did enjoy this the storyline starts off um interesting where she hulk is kind of out of control she's uh she's going out every night she's partying um after being a lawyer all day and yeah. uh, at the same time, she's an Avenger and she's living in Avengers Mansion and she's bringing different guys home to Avengers every night and she's driving poor Jarvis up the wall. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's an interesting story just to start. Yeah. So um, Dan was definitely. Yeah, here we have Jarvis. <laughs> and I loved I loved this. Actually, she's like kind of helping him with the chores in the same way that she was helping her dad at the end of uh, episode two. I was kind of getting that those vibes. I don't know if that's really what they were kind of mirroring or not, but that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, and 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 that's again like what I really loved were these small moments. Like Dan is very good with small moments. Like I loved anytime Jarvis was there because it was just hilarious, especially when she brings her coworker and the Avengers uh, system <laughs> attack, and he shows up. He's got a a pot on his head. And he's mm, that's great. That's later on, yes. Yeah, yeah, um, for hose bushing metal. Um, you know, yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's it's just and 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 again, like I said, what and the other thing that was great is that the show is very big that that they want She Hulk, not Jen Walters, but in the book it's the reverse. They want yeah. Jen Walters, not She Hulk. R- the it's firm, also right? Like Jen in the show. Jen wants to just be a lawyer, and in this, Jen wants to just be, be She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Yeah. Correct. They 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 flip it. switched it. Yes. Flipped. Yeah. And, and, and in and this, this is a scene. I mean, this is very early in there, and yeah. I mean, she's she's waking up the morning after. She's dating this uh, yeah. supermodel guy. Underwear model. Actually. Underwear model. Yep. And she wakes up and she's accidentally reverted back to Jen, which did happen in the oh. first episode. Can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, and so she's like, "Oh crap! Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn back before he notices." And when she does, she uh, she, she pops him off. She pops him off the bed, and she says, "Oh, uh, sorry about that. Uh, involuntary muscle spasm." Yeah, it was, it was great. And then, um, God, what, what? Yeah, and then there was the court thing that got her throat. Like, right. Because she's just clearly like she's clearly kind of abusing the Avengers. Oh, yes, yeah. This is a different She-Hulk. Which this is, is a different strange because like she's already been hanging with the Fantastic Four, and like she's kind of like still kind of immature with her mm-hmm. powers. Yeah, this is this is a very 
devil may care sort of shirking her responsibilities, not taking anything sort of seriously because she's so used to everything being so easy. Yeah. I think she's had it easy for too long at this point and has forgotten kind of the point of having powers. And she's also forgotten that Jen Walters can do things that She-Hulk cannot do. She's just absolutely sure that being She-Hulk all the time is the right thing to do. And everybody wants her to be that and everything is better and and who could possibly give a shit about Jen? And she learns uh, that that's just just wrong. Um, And I think that she's probably becoming a little bit insufferable um, certainly to Jarvis, but um, you, you're, you're getting that tension from Captain America too. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and and also on top of it, we're seeing a She-Hulk at a completely different point in her career. And she addresses that, you know, she dealt with being manipulated by the Scarlet Witch during um, Avengers Disassembled. She had a period where she thought she was going to be stuck as She-Hulk forever. And, and which, you know, yeah. they later address, Um you know, that happened in the original Fantastic Four run that John I actually really appreciated that about this comic. They really referenced a lot of past moments with oh, you know, Dan Plott really did his research. Right. And, which and which know. is interesting too, because if you think again, going back to the show, when she's addressing Bruce, she's talking about his ten years of trauma, but in the comic now she's had the decades worth of trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's just again like the, the, the whole thing was great and it set it up so well nothing to me here felt rushed everything moved at a good pace i feel like you didn't even need to read she hope to understand what was going on and to me that's just good comics you know you don't mm-hmm. need to read the the continuity it helps like our our awareness because of our exposure to john Byrne. we're like oh okay we get it but i noticed there wasn't really a lot of her Breaking the fourth wall, which is very. No. I don't think it happened once. Not yeah, at least not in the first six issues, anyway. No, it, no. It, it, you know, it's 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 very clearly a burn thing, and <clears throat> other other comic people did adopt it. Mm. You know, I I do know I've seen it, but this was just in this is dance interpretation. Which yeah, again, right, for sure, for sure. Totally so I so I think this is interesting too. Just uh, talking about what we're looking at on screen here with this Modok fight. Mm-hmm. This is what sort of replaced um, the two-second Titania Titania appearance at the end of episode one, where she was in the middle of a case and then Titania bursts yeah. in, throws a desk at the jury, and She Hulk steps in, saves saves them, punches mm-hmm. her, and uh, then it's declared a mistrial because they said that the jury would be biased towards her because she saved their life. And so then she gets fired and then she gets hired at the other law firm, the GLK and H, um, which just looks like Glick every time I read it. And it's like Glick is what I say in my head. But uh, in this, in the actual comics, what happened was she was in the middle of the court case, which we saw over here. And then she gets a call from Captain America and her little Avenger earpiece here. And uh, she's like, oh, sorry, I got to go. It just takes precedence. And the uh, the judges and the other attorney is pissed. And the judge is like, no, it's fine. I'll allow it. It's good, you know. And uh, and then she the next page, she's literally in space fighting MODOK and <laughs> Blizzard, the, yeah. the, the D-lister from Iron Man, Blizzard. And I love uh, her line over here where she... Um, 
she's trying to remember his name. She's she says, um, it's one of Iron Man's loser villains. What is it? Snowflake, Freezer Burn, Chili Willy. He's like, the blizzard! I'm the blizzard, you cow. Um it, it yeah, it was it was great. Um but the same thing happens. She goes back to Earth and they the other firm right. declares a mistrial because they say that she uh influenced the jury because she saved earth and they're on earth <laughs> and, and, and like don't forget she also destroyed the color cop in her photocopying of like no she did that yes <laughs> and it's like that could have been in, it was a color copy it was a co yeah. <laughs> yeah that was over here um, um, i have to say my favorite part about this whole series Oh, oh, this is this is one of the hand pictures that I really, really hated. Um, look, look at her hand down there in the bottom. Right. Oh, like, wow. Oh, come on, man. Like, wow. you're a professional <laughs> artist. What's going on? Yeah, you, you can Some people can't do feet. Some people can't do hands. Yeah, apparently. But but I think the other thing and, and, and I really loved and I don't know, Jeremy, if this is what you were going to address. Uh -huh. um, I love this idea that basically not only do Marvel comics exist in Marvel comics, but technically it can be used in court. Like I'm actually. Oh yes. So that's a, that's good to bring up. That's good I, to bring up. I, I'm thinking of pitching that as an article to, to, to screen rant. Cause that is just too fucking funny because Dan makes a great argument. The, 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 the code that was a federal the comics code of authority. Yeah. yeah. That was a federal organization. So they're all federal with all the, the stamps. They're all, you know federal documents so they so can we'll, report. We, we'll get there we'll definitely get okay, there cool. to what yeah. we're, we're talking about that's what you were going to do oh, grab this was like, this what? was that color copier yeah <laughs> bit you mentioned where she, her she was getting laid off just in general she's too much of a liability but also she broke the copier and she was photographing her ass and she's like how do, how do you know it was me it could have been anyone it was a color copier yeah work in there disney and then this scene was also very similar you know she goes and goes to the bar and goes to get a drink what i loved about this version of it is uh blizzard shows up and he attacks her and she just she just is done she's like uh can i just buy you a drink do you want to just have a drink over this <laughs> yeah and they end up having a great time together yeah he's like um okay sure and then he like he wants to keep seeing her and she's like oh jesus no <laughs> but then they do they do the thing where she turns back and is drunk because of her metabolism oh, yeah. same exact mm -hmm. thing same exact thing what's that jeremy and wait oh, i was saying she's wasted 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 pretty cool love it very funny i love i i love that they stuck this close to this run very cool um you know, and yeah, these covers are these covers are great. Like overall, oh, yeah. Mike, Mike did. They something. really are. I did like I did like uh, this this shot of Wanda. She looks pretty cool. I have to say, as much as I'm not a fan of the artist, uh, I thought I thought Wanda looked good. I also love um, the Wasp giving her fashion advice. Yeah, That's pretty funny because people forget <clears throat> she was a model. You know, so mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, ah, oh, how nice. Um, and then I think they even made us like, Jen is the only person who ever complained about dropping a, about dropping a size um, before. No, I, I can't. But right. oh, that's interesting because you think that scarlet drop in is for nothing, but you find out way later there actually is a reason for it, that they actually put that in. 
with her uh, casting the spell over Jen. So that, oh. no, so that no one can see her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's in danger as Jen, if anyone wants to harm She-Hulk, that actually comes into play. Oh, I, I haven't the gotten there the yet. Cool. At the end of the 12th. This was this was a great a great awesome, character. Man. You guys, you you mentioned him earlier. That's awesome, Andy. And for those that have not read the comics, so the Mad Thinker yep. um, had these androids, and um, apparently this one gained sentience, and uh, the law firm actually got him a job being kind of like a gopher, and uh, yeah. he he doesn't speak; he just writes on that little tablet. But he, he is a great, fun character that they uh, added to the uh, this ensemble cast. He's going to be like a Groot if they do put him out there on television. Yeah, I, I hope they do. I think he would be a great a great addition. I mean, I would love to see Razorback because um, he was Easily. such a great side character from the Burn era. But it I do also accept that they're going for more slot about 90% slot, 10% burn. And I, I'm like I said, I'm I'm okay with that. I think it does make sense. It's more filmable. Um I I I'd be okay if we got, you know, awesome Andy instead of instead of Razorback. And that was the direction. That that's because it's a it's a different purpose, right? I mean, like this is a guy, this is a goofy guy who shows up in the workplace and is funny for a second and then goes away. With Razorback, you're gonna need to go on adventures. You're gonna need there's gonna be a point. We gotta go do something now. So it depends. It depends on what type of episode, what type of show they want to, you know, make. And if we could see the scene where he just wants to go to see the Mets, and yeah, right. Oh, that's later. That is. I don't know what that means. You got. You got to stay late tonight. You got to pull. Oh my god, that 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 was great. I felt so. And he gets home, and the guy recorded the Yankees. I was just like, oh. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god, my dad's a Mets fan, and I want to show that to him. Be like, see, Dan, someone gets it. <laughs> um, oh my god, but you know, the, I I love the small moments in She-Hulk. Like, there's one panel that, like, again, one these one panels are beautiful. I remember this. I, I apologize for spoiling it. It literally, it's Howard the Duck suing George Lucas. Yeah, so, so you're gonna have to tell me what issue that was. I'm not sure. I, I can't. Oh, that's I can't like seven or eight. It, it was definitely one of the uh, Steve. It was definitely one of the Paul Pelletier issues because I remember it was crisp AF. I I don't remember which one, but I just remember seeing that, and I was like, in that one image, I was like, I'm sorry, that's fantastic. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, it was not fantastic. Issue nine no. for that, <laughs> like. Oh my god! And I love that. But, but that and I'm sorry if any issue was evident that Dan Slott would do great as Spider-Man. That's a horrible Ben Grimm, though. Oh boy, is it yeah. ever! <laughs> that is the worst. That is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. That looks like right. armadillo. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe. I mean, the, honestly, it's, it's really just the face. The body looks fine. The rocks look fine. The hands, he's got it all. Yeah, oh, yeah. His that face is just funny. not okay Rough, at yeah. all. His beta ray bill is worse, I think, but that doesn't Oh, yeah, that was pretty horrible. I was like, what the fuck is that? That was horseable. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah. Damn. I mean, yeah, I mean, he literally just made him into a horse. It's like, no, he's supposed to be vaguely horse-like. I mean, come on, he's not a horse. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, this was rough. I do want to. I do want to try to find that um, panel with Awesome Andy um, that you were talking about, where he was sad. You got we got sad Andy. That's oh, a little dude. bit later. This this character, I can't remember her name. Uh, this redhead here. She, book. she uh, book is her last name. So yeah, was it Meredith Meredith Book or something? Yeah, like and that? she shows up for a hot minute in episode three. She does yes. exactly. She's, she's yep. the face that's never lost a case. There you go. So she is on the show. Whether or not they're going to use her a ton, we don't know, but she looks very different. She looked to be played by a woman who is, I don't know, possibly Indian descent or Pakistani, maybe uh, something. Uh, definitely looks a little bit different, but she uh, was this character and um, looking forward to some possible headbutting um, between the two. Unfortunately, what I'm noticing is um, there's a lot of lag with this um comic book viewer that i'm using if i switch between the main view where i can see all the pages and when i go in so i can once i'm in it i can easily kind of just keep going forward but it kind of really has issues if i try to go back to the main section so let's just kind of stick to where we are and kind of just keep pushing forward i think we'll get to where we uh, want to be this was in this was in the middle of a case i thought was pretty fun this was a really good like this would be a good episode, I think. I, I if they wanted that that like the way it ended was great because I'm sitting there, I'm like, if that's for real, the dude's a douche. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, again, I'm telling you, the Spider-Man issue killed me. Because... The Spider-Man issue was great. Oh awesome. Yeah, um, Spider-Man is gonna sue J. Jonah Jameson. Uh. Oh my god! Yeah, it wasn't just suing J. John Jameson. It was also having Spidey in the court. And I believe it's the next issue too. So it is. Just, it totally is. just and get this, there. This guy decides to kill his love. He's like, I'm gonna get her put to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the previous episode, yeah, that was like a ghost on trial, which is a great, great concept. That's a great cover again. Like, yeah, this is a fantastic I, cover. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, Mike making. And then you great. open it. <laughs> yeah yeah no i i'm just not a fan and i the, oh my god the scorpion looks so horrendous oh come on like his spider-man's okay i'm okay with yeah, spidey yeah, he looks I, good not bad. like looks good like some characters th this person did all right with jay jonah jameson i'm like what happened to his head <laughs> like, yeah, pretty good job with clint eastwood right there Perfect. pretty good man yeah, with no clint name oh, like i god. i had him right off the back but uh, like whoa <laughs> Yeah. So, so what we learn is that the shapeshifter ditto that we <clears throat> alluded to earlier that they have on retainer, he's just, his job is to just deliver yeah. uh, summons. So, so, That's so great. he's, uh, he, he shapeshifts into celebrities that he feels like that person would be welcoming to. And then he delivers the, uh, you know, he serves the subpoena. Um, so the way that the visual clue that it's the character ditto is the the bubble gum and it's not really even that he's chewing gum it's just kind of his body i guess <laughs> because when he transforms he sort of is this pink bubbly thing and then he turns back into a person but uh it's kind of funny but so in this case that's that's your visual clue that it's actually ditto not actually the man with no name from the sergio leone movies um yeah but so here we have Spider-Man is suing, as you guys said, is suing J. Jonah Jameson for slander for years and years and years of slander. And uh, pretty cool. Is I like your pug almost first asked her on a date. I think that happened already. But this I loved this so much 
because she just is not getting this at all. He's like, oh, I, I just assumed that you worked out as Jen Walters. And no. she's like, oh, why? He's like, well, because you're exponentially stronger as the Hulk. And she's like, yeah, but I'm already super strong as the Hulk. He's like, yeah, exactly. Uh, what, what does it say? He's like, but you're exponentially strong. It's like, <laughs> you're as the She-Hulk, you have to lift so much for it to matter. It's like, there you go in the bottom. You can see how many weights yeah. she's she's using right there. It's like so funny. Like, uh, he's duh, like, what are you and doing? Look at awesome he's, Andy. He's like all zen-like on his head. So good, so good. Where you read up to, did that come back into play? Yes. I, I, I don't First know. I don't... Oh, because, yeah, for the rest of us, that actually comes back into play. And okay. she actually has to work out as... Oh, my God, okay, I did, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I need to interrupt. I just realized sure. what Awesome Andy is doing in that panel. Oh, is it, <laughs> is it a specific reference? No, it's it just awesome. even oh. I just I didn't even notice it the whole time. He's so good. He's on top of his head being Zen. Yeah. I just realized that. I was like, wow, that is only Marvel. So only good. Marvel. Um, sorry. But uh, yeah, later on, Steve, uh, she is fighting um, oh, champion. the champion who is yeah. an elder of the universe. Oh, no, and, I haven't. I haven't and done uh, that. Yeah, to, to defeat him, she has to work no, Jeremy, out. Jeremy, 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 let him read it, man. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay, man. I'm a jerk. Okay. Like no, it's no, it's no, no, you guys can talk about it. It's fine. We're here to talk about the whole run. I just uh, made it six issues in. That's no problem. We don't yeah, have to stop at number six. No, it's we're only up to nine. Read. But I, I will say you have we'll to deal with more of that same artwork. So the story will carry you. The story will carry you, Steve. Okay. Um, yeah, this, I have to say, usually like artwork like this will pull me out. But this story was so good. I, I Way better than Savage She-Hulk. Like, and honestly, and the fact that Spidey looks so good is, I think, helping too, because he's such a central part of why this works and why this is uh, a charming I, I'm story. Sorry. This panel always killed me. Is that is the 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 this joke? I'm sorry, this moment is hilarious. Just because <laughs> I'm black, but oh well, yeah, I'm, that was hilarious. like, oh yeah, like, that's, that's why you've been abusive yeah. to me for all these years because I'm black. Yeah, and then it's just Jonah is just like, oh fuck, fuck. No, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I never would have. Uh, some of my best friends are. Um, oh, kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was just like, wow. oh, Spidey, you card. You, oh, just, yeah. oh, you cut up. I, I was just like, I can't. Like, it's just so good. <laughs> and then they, and then again, the story just totally flips it because it's like, okay, you're gonna sue me. I'm gonna sue. Uh, uh, Peter, yeah, yeah, because he got yeah, photos over yeah. the years. Okay, want some cheese with that one? That is the a, dumpiest a scorpion yeah. that has ever dealt. <laughs> Are he? I mean, come on, he's oh, not a stocky, slow moving tree. Look at She Hulk, I know, but. <laughs> Oh my god, his scorpion <laughs> is so rough. Oh man, it's, it's just rough. it's all coming back. Look at come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> look, and then, look, he did Spidey great through the whole thing, and look at him there. Yeah. Oh yeah, whoa. What is he a muppet? <laughs> yeah, not a fan of the art in this book. Um it's okay, I get it. But it is what it is, you know. But uh, but yeah, it was a really fun issue, really fun. 
Yeah, guys, oh. uh, as much as we're making fun of the art, um, this is not to be missed. This is a great no, story. Yeah. Dan crafted this great story with funny mm-hmm. things about the law and comic yeah. books and yeah. just comedic wonderfulness. And, you know, it, it's a bummer because I don't know if you guys read this, but they they said that the writing team said they were all really big Spider-Man fans and they really, really, really wanted to get Spider-Man onto the show, Tom Holland. And to have him be a part of the show in some way. And uh, they just were not able to work a deal out, you know, or whatever. Obviously, there things are weird. It's because Sony and all that stuff. Everybody knows all that. But, <clears throat> yeah, I this makes me really wish that they, they had. Because you could have just literally filmed this one amazing episode. Had it be Tom Holland. And we just got all this stuff with Jameson in the last mm-hmm. movie. It literally would have been the perfect timing to do it. Hilarious. It would have been so good. So such a bummer that that didn't work out. But this was a great issue for sure. And I love how she just convinces the Scorpion to like kind of stop and just let the trial continue because it's better yeah. for him. Jameson will pay more if, if he loses. logic, man. It's great. Yeah. Like she's learning that like she doesn't have to smash everything. Right. Well, this is a story of growth for sure. Exactly. Oh, see, here's here's our uh, our buddy Ditto down here in like mid transformation. He kind of just looks like he's bubblegum. Yeah. Just yeah. whenever he's whenever he's mid transform, and then you see him on the right, and that's when he's taking his form, his human form. But um, yeah. Kinda, yeah, he started kinda... off as Mary Jane, and then he's been served. Yes. So. Spidey not drawing Peter Parker either. Like, yeah. Yeah, kind of, right, right, right. Decent. Yeah, yeah kind of decent. Probably, yeah. But at the end, um, yo, him and Jameson with the chicken suits. I was like, Oh, oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say my name. I'm Jonah Jameson. He he really over? This is far from over. <laughs> that law firm hasn't heard the last from me, or my name isn't J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> It's 100%. Oh my god, that chicken suit's terrifying. Um I just uh, again, I know it's it's sad. You know okay. that Paul clearly was crushing on Jen and she just kept going for John Jameson. Mm-hmm. But they still worked and it was cute. Yeah, and uh honestly, it, you know, it's it's a thing, I, you know, I've seen this before when they make the audience clearly sympathize with a character, but mm-hmm. instead of presenting the third wheel to the the triangle you know being like a heel that we clearly don't like may thus making the decision all the more obvious that we're like yes we reaffirm our original thought that the sympathetic guy that we're supposed to like is is the correct choice here sometimes they they make the other person really likable too and uh, John Jameson is super likable and he's great with Jen and he makes a lot of sense and they both have powers and they have history and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I get it. You know, Pug has a crush on Jen, but uh, yeah, I don't think she really notices him in that way in any way, shape or form. But it is it is kind of the, the sad puppy dog thing. But, you know, who knows where it goes? I don't know. Yeah, Dan Slot worked in the CW. Dude, does, does Pug the get CW. The... Well, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Oh, so here we have the the second artist that we've mentioned as being uh, we, 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 lo- yeah. we really liked him. Yeah, totally. I mean, look at it. The line work is great. Everybody looks stellar. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, this is more what I would expect. Yeah. And then and then the twist with Southpaw was just, you know, great being connected to, yeah. to Wallace. Um, yeah. Stop. Yeah, this see this right here is a great panel. I mean, this um it's her, it's Jen and uh John Jameson, and they're catching up on a date and they're reminiscing over the first time they met back when he was man wolf and she was fighting him. And she, mm -hmm. you see she's wearing her uh her tattered savage she-hulk uh garb there, which makes me assume that this happened during the Savage She-Hulk, but I, I didn't read the Savage She-Hulk back in the day, so I don't know. Can any of you guys confirm that? I didn't make it that far. Can I confirm or deny? Fair enough. Fair sure. enough. Nope. Can't uh, this was a this is a great scene. Also, she has this moment where uh, a bunch of fans come up asking for an autograph, and she assumes it's for her, but it's actually John. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, it's kind of funny, you know. It's been so long since I've been out as Jen. You know, I never. It never occurs to me that they're not for me. You know, it's, it's like kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but then she has this uh, this this great. A uh, little fight, and her and John both get to do stuff. But of course, John is not super powered here, so she's doing all the all yeah, the big like, stuff. Like I was impressed with John jumping in front of that guy, and he's like, "Go limp!" Yep. I'm yep. like, dude. Yeah, he's he's literally gonna <laughs> just die and save yeah. this guy. And I, I did. I gotta admit, I, this line this line was well done. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, um, Colonel. Heck, I catch this bus every day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it, yeah, it was it was it was definitely like again, just just the whole like again. I I know we're coming close to an hour and a half, mm -hmm. um, but also I have to say this idea as a prison is love it genius. Yeah. So cool. tell us about the prison. Fantastic. Tell us about the prison, Drew. So essentially, everybody imagine the raft, the superhuman prison, but all the heroes are clearly depowered and itty bitty living space. You know, <laughs> tiny, teeny, tiny, little Marvel villains. Phenomenal cosmic power. for little people. Tim Particles. Like, How look at that. That's right. Who's the cutest little wrecking crew? You are. Yes, you <laughs> and, are. And speaking of, we saw them. They made their Marvel debut. They uh, sure did. Episode. And I saw them, and I was like, that's not who I think it is. I was yeah. like, when I saw the crowbar, I couldn't believe it. Because yeah, the guy yeah. looks the guy looks nothing like the wrecker, so we're it, not it, thinking it that. It was not a great interpretation. Yeah, I yeah. think we'll we'll see where it ends up. We'll yeah, see where it ends up. Because I feel like, yeah, exactly. Because I saw them, I was like, you guys already have the tools. How like the tools are supposed to allow you to like like I've seen them fight, you know, like Thor and the Avenger. Mm -hmm. And stuff, and they can't even handle. I was like, "Are you guys gonna get like juiced up further?" Because I was expecting like, you know, love wrecking this. crew, not wrecking crew junior. No, it was it was it was definitely uh, an underwhelming wrecking crew. But I was very excited that it was the wrecking crew, and I I think that it's uh, I think we're gonna see them be the the more comic accurate at some point for sure. Yeah, I, I, so I, we'll I, we'll I, see. But this, like again, the 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 little play I love this. Out, I love this. It was just so. <laughs> There's this scorpion makes his, his second appearance in the series. Yeah, it was it was it was it was funny. I'm not gonna lie. How they basically engineered a jailbreak out of the world's tiniest prison. And I was like, I can't, I can't deal with this. Great, great idea. Um, Wonderful. Thank you, Dan. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, this was truly great, and this would be an amazing 
you know, if they wanted to make this the season finale and, and make the whole point that a very specific villain, like the leader made his escape in this way. Right. And that was, that was the point of the Whoa. show and it, it ends up. That's that, a great idea. Yeah. The, the final point of the show is that we sprung the leader. Um, something like that and also i mean any any appearance of mandrill really is is a good one as far as i'm concerned um a girl's nose goes up a girl's nose <laughs> i'm sure there's a kink uh somebody was happy about that um i was not familiar with this character eight ball never heard of him yeah of him. i think that's from a spider-man thing right yeah it is and they're about as d-list as it gets my dude yeah <laughs> he looks like he's wearing a fantastic four suit almost you know and then he's got an eight ball i liked when he got uh, dragon man right yep dragon man uh looks like uh absorbing man rhino what's this guy's name ironclad what's the girl this uh hooded girl i don't know who she is i just i think they said they said her name at some point i had never heard of her either um Fun stuff, though. I love, I love the the, you know, this sort of reminded me of uh, you guys remember in the, I don't know, mid two thousand, around probably around the same time, I guess, maybe when they did the Avengers Disassembled, and they had the big prison break. It was in the new Avengers, and they had the big prison break. Yeah. Um, I don't think raft. it was. It was the raft. Was it the raft? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and uh, and they had like a mini fight with Purple Man. And like there was this great scene where, for, like, for one second, you're like, "Oh, right, Purple Man's like technically like should be a really big threat all the time," but they always come up with reasons for you know to him to not be around. So no, he's just still in jail. He's not a threat because he's one of those guys that like, "Wow, yeah, no, he could, he could really just rule everything." Like he just he tells you what to do, and you have to do it. I loved that. It was such a great appearance for Purple Man. And I remember in in that same arc, they had a moment where they were apprehending Electro. And they were threatening him, and they webbed Luke Cage's hands together to, to yes. pull out of him. And oh, he just oh, faints. The scene. And, Don't go further. Don't go further. Yeah. And he and he and he, and he just faints. And uh, and Luke is like, "You got to cut this off my hands." He's like, "No, man, it'll dissolve in like two hours." He's like, <laughs> "What the hell?" Um, yo, but this is this again. Like Dan has this with this this these stories. He has these small moments that are so beautifully character that again it's it's like sometimes it's just because everything is action i'm like listen, yep. listen i love a good fight as much as the next person mm-hmm. like build the characters you make them lovable they find a fan base like i was like he just wants to go to a mets game guys like go with them yeah like, right doesn't get it and i'm like yeah, so he's coming into work. This is awesome, Andy. He's just coming into work, doing his thing, and coming into work, he passes due to the water cooler. Oh, like, okay, so watching the game tonight, New York uh, Yanks or the Mets? He's like, oh, he's a New York fan. Okay, cool. And then at the end of the day, he's going home, and uh, his our, our Meredith Brooke book, Meredith book. She's like, she's like, uh, uh, can you do one more thing? And know what you got? Anything going on? And he's and he shows her the sign. And she doesn't understand, but we know that it means that he's looking forward to to watching the game tonight. So it's this sad, sad moment where she's just, you know, ordering him around because he's just an android, surely. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he, you know, he he's a person. He's awesome. He's awesome, Andy. So now he's sad, and he's just okay, and he's just Cue gonna do whatever Charlie she Brown. says. Cue the yeah. Charlie Brown music. 
Um, and it, like I said, like, like even if we just finish, because I, I I don't want us to go further because okay, you know, six issues is is good, you know. Okay. Um, but it's just it's just fun. That's what I love about She Hulk. She Hulk is a is a fun book, and it's mm-hmm. just great to 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 just read that and be like, you know, there was a time when Marvel was fun, and Marvel's book can be fun. It, Same with DC. It's just from just time to time. I don't think they're making books like this anymore. And that's a shame. Now, uh, Drew, with you being um, so familiar with uh, Dan Slott, like, does he have other comedic runs or was this it? Well, this was pretty good. Um, I know that there were definitely some good guffaws in his arc of Mighty Avengers, um, especially because he got to do Amadeus Cho and Hercules together, and that's always good. I mean, they're not on Avengers team. Come on. Um, but then Spider-Man was pretty big. Uh, then he did his arc on the Fantastic Four, which, it, well, his run on Fantastic Four, which I believe came to the end recently. And now he's coming back to quote unquote, put an end to the, the Spider-Verse. Um, so that's going to be interesting. That's controversial. Um, yeah. But I just yeah. want to point out in this, uh, panel that, Amidst the chaos that's going on, awesome Andy took the time to write an exclamation point on his board, <laughs> just to let everybody know that he was also alarmed. <laughs> uh, the little details, and that's the thing you got to wonder: is that like a script thing, or that's an artist thing? Either way, genius. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, like I just, I'm sorry, I just love her taking out these pint-sized. You know, villains like oh oh tiger shark here. I'm gonna throw you in a fishbowl. Oh, water and then yeah. Yeah. another great awesome Andy moment. It's like foolish woman. This water has replenished my strength. Prepare to meet your doom. Uh, yeah, she just yeah. dumps Electro in and they <laughs> zap each other. And then, and then awesome, yeah, awesome Andy just basically uses what Spider Man used to defeat Sandman the first time. Is like oh you're you made of sand vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like, genius. Totally 100% genius. Love this. Super funny. Awesome Andy is really fantastic. I think if they if they did bring him into the show, I think he would be universally adored. Oh, one, oh yes, please. Oh, and then if that happens, we need a spinoff. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think we would get like a Groot spinoff, like the the short adventures of Awesome Andy as he goes about his very his very banal existence, very menial, just normal, normal everyday, uh, just a robot guy with a block for a head. And then, so here we we get the the payoff to the fact that Awesome Andy was once the Mad Thinker's minion, which we we get to see the Mad Thinker is the the genius behind this prison break here and um it's great it's it's great what happens it's really fun it's um also like i love this this uh this shot of the foot up here like i like it when artists can draw different like like you know everybody rags on uh hmm. liefeld for his feet and stuff it's like okay well how about drawing something like a foot which is already hard to draw from a crazy angle like I, it always impresses me when artists are able to do that. And they specifically like that almost feels like a challenge to me. You know, like, okay, I'm going to do this big golem elephant golem foot sort of a thing. This guy, this awesome Andy. And it's going to be from this crazy angle that no one ever has drawn a foot from, you know, like it's great. It's, it makes a, makes a good panel. 
Um, it makes for good comics. I love it when you're seeing things from crazy angles. And that's one of the reasons why I, I decided early on that I didn't think I really wanted to do comics. Uh, I, can, I can draw, but all my poses are like very standard. I, 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 don't, I lack the uh, ability and imagination to swing the camera around to all these crazy places. So it always, it always impresses me when you see stuff like that. Even looking down here on, on the thinker, you know, he looks so small, which is the point. He's, he's at this point, he's shrunk. He's from the small prison. Mm -hmm. um, pretty so, cool. Good stuff. Like, again, the, the, the whole book is just great. And, and, and honestly, it was such a joy to reread it. And, you know, I loved seeing you guys saying like, oh, yeah, this is a great, like Jeremy was like, oh, this is a great read. I love this. And I hear it in his voice, too, when he when he texts. So, you know, I'm like, Hey, this was a great read. I really uh -huh. enjoyed the whole book. It was great. Is that your Jar Jar? That's my, listen, I, I gotta, I gotta clearly work on it. Okay. You gotta throw a Misa in there, at least a one or two Misas. But yo, seriously, like, again, the small dialogue, like he knocks out eight ball and he's, he, the thing he says is literally from the eight ball. <laughs> yeah, like, reply, Hazy, ask again later. <laughs> again, so again, good. So, good. so I, I mean, honestly, because I feel like we should definitely kind of wrap this up a little bit. Sure, more. sure, yeah. Um, honestly, I'm going to rate this. Personally, I'm rating this for, I'm, you know, I'm giving this four and a half awesome Andes. Because personally, this was great comic, fun, accessible. Anybody can read it and enjoy it for what it is. Mm -hmm. And I can't give it a full five because the artwork was not something that I would be like, oh, my God. Please. Like, if I saw this person at a convention, I would not. And Rich and Jeremy, you've seen, and actually even Steve, you've seen me in my suitcase. Like, I, I go in when I'm a creator. I, I would be like, I'm good. I'm fine. Like, I would compliment him. Like, loved your She-Hulk. And then that's it. I would. I was like, "Give me no." Nope. That one panel you did. Yeah, um, you know, I'm going for I'm four and a half. Awesome, Andy's. That's my my rating. <laughs> nice. What about you, Jar Jar? Um, I'm gonna go. I I was gonna go like a four point eight, but then Drew reminded me of how horrible the first like four or five issues art were. So I'm gonna have to go in at like a four point two five. Um. I am going to read the rest of the series and uh, I'm going to find more. Nice. I'm going to read the John Byrne series too because Drew really recommends that. And Drew seems to be really on point with what he recommends. Well, well, I want to give a point that well, I want to take credit for the burn. The burn, the burn unit is clearly the Samson, you know, inheritance. Oh. So Steve is the. the and the Rich. And Rich and as Rich. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. go, we go way back with that stuff for sure. Grandpa Joker over here, and uh, the Metal Man, you know, the Metal Man Steve. Um, but Dan Slot is all me. I made that recommendation. Nice. So I will Very take cool. that. I will. I will. Yeah. So thank you, Jeremy. I, I, I feel bad when you're like, I hated this. I'm like, well, he's lost respect for me. Time to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was that? Sam, you, you, oh, fuck, I wish Time I Time to find new friends again. God damn it. <laughs> well, this was great. Time for a new podcast. Uh, Velvet, what do you think? What's um, your rating? I really enjoyed Like, I love the burn stuff, and I thought this was a great addition add on to it. Um, even without the fourth wall breaks, I, I still think it solidified her character. Um, but. 
like all you guys, the art was not pleasant for the first six. The the second six uh, redeemed itself a bit. So I'm gonna do four four and a toyed and a toyed. I'm gonna add a toyed because that first artist was a bit of a toyed. Nice. Mm. Uh, I'll say 3.5. I only got six issues in, so four of those had really not my favorite artwork. Obviously, we've ragged enough on that, but uh, I liked it. I would like to keep reading it, and uh, I had fun. And I think that it did take about two issues before the series really got going, yeah. um, which is kind of funny because uh, some people have said that with the with the show. And like I said earlier, even though I kind of like the first episode best so far, I see the format of the third episode. It being the the format that they should go with i hope mm-hmm. that they do so um i'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the show i hope that it reflects uh continues to reflect elements of one and or the other and also brings new stuff to the table fitting you know more with the mcu as it needs to of course as being a part of it um so Without without further ado, I guess we can kind of wrap it up and get out of here. Uh, guys, do you like uh, do you generally do like some final like, hey, find me on the interwebs? Yeah, like yeah, sort of. None of us really like that, so that's okay. They've seen the show many times before. Oh, hold on. Uh, so you guys know where you can find me. You can find me where you can find me here every Tuesday night on Splash Pages, <laughs> an award winning podcast. Everything um, Rick said. Find me. You know my links. You know where I am. I'm still very busy. So if you message me, the answer is no. I'll get to you eventually. <laughs> and Jeremy's gone. And Jeremy's gone. We've lost Jeremy completely. But I, but I will say, for those that have um, seen the show but oh, not seen Slot Run, I highly suggest you do it because it's, it's very interwoven. Mm. I did it. I fixed it. And there he is. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to be at Tidewater this weekend for the 9th, 10th, and 11th. So I have to do this. Okay, guys. I know you What's guys. What's Tidewater, Jeremy? Tidewater Horror Convention at the Wyndham Garden Hotel in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, there's going to be AJ Stone, Tom Glenn, Nancy Ann Ritter, uh, Tom Matthews, Andre Ivchenko. Uh, Michael Hargrove, Ken Foray, or is it Foray? Foray? Anybody? I think it's Foray. For, I think it's Foray as well. And PJ Souls, uh, 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 Tony Moran, and more. Nice. Awesome. You okay, Jer. So I guess we'll be it's... looking for some videos from you this weekend. And box comics. Nice. With the next. Well, well guys, uh, I'll say thanks for letting me come on and uh, attempt to. To, to replace Leo for one night only limited engagement here. Here it was. Hope I didn't screw up too bad and hope you guys enjoyed the show. As for me, Steve Ann Sampson, you can find me. I am on, uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Look up Steve Van Sampson. There is no P in Sampson. I'm also on Twitter. You can also, uh, I already said that I'm also on Amazon. My hey. books are on Amazon. I write books. I do this, uh, this, this thing. So I have some horror books. If, uh, if the, the concept of, uh, Scary vampire books that take place in Africa in a post-apocalyptic uh, post-apocalyptic environment sounds like fun for you. Check out my books. I have a couple of them. I have The Bone Eater King and I have the sequel Meridust. Also, The Mark of the Witchworm came out last year from Roughhouse Publishing, dark fantasy book. You can find it on roughhousepublishing.com and elsewhere on the web. 
but you know what? I have a new book coming out too. So I'm just going to plug that as well. Rich, let me do it last week. I'm just going to do it again. I got a collection of my own short stories. It's called Black Honey and Other Unsavory Things. And that is also going to be released by Rough House Publishing. And we're going to be doing pre-orders uh, within a month. They should be going online. So it's possible you may see me somewhere on the Dorkening, possibly promoting that uh, as well. Or definitely on my show, which you should absolutely check out. Retro Redoctopus, please check us out. We have a fun show. Um, we celebrate all the things that made growing up awesome. We do uh, episodes on various topics. And this this Thursday, in two days, we are going to be recording our brand new episode, which is all about uh, how the fact that, uh, that, that cereals used to come with toys. We're calling it Free Toy Inside. So we're going to go through a bunch of uh, like prizes that, you know, were famously in various serials that we remember from our youth. And that's just the kind of show we do. We do weird stuff that we remember from when we were kids and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I do it. I do. Well, the you have you on again, Steve, when you're when your new books drop and we'll have to have you on, we'll have to give you the full formal interview process. <laughs> that would be wonderful. You know, um, Leo was kind enough uh, last year when Mark of the Witchhorn came out. He was kind enough to have me uh, let me take over. Um, it was the Creator Spotlight, uh, and I get, we we did the whole release party on uh, Creator Spotlight. So, nice. um, yeah, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, maybe we can work something out. That'd be fun. Yeah, we'll help you yeah, yeah. But hey, we're good. It was fun talking She-Hulk with y'all. Um, do read the books. Do, that's that's the wrong thing. That's See, I finally right. screwed up. I finally screwed up. I probably screwed up other times. I'll just put this up. She-Hulk comic versus show. I hope you guys enjoyed both weeks. It was fun being here. I yeah. will say. Thanks for uh, filling in. No problem. Uh, just guys, remember everybody out there, fellow dorks and gamma radiated individuals. Uh, you know, be safe, take care, and uh, may all the may all the radiation you you encounter be below the mutagenic threshold. That's what I would have to say. Be very careful out there. All right, mutants out. Peace. Peace. Okay.